It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Always follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Here we go. It's good to have you on board. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Huge show on tap today. Josh Applebaum among our guests. Jeff Seeley talking tour championship coming up in Jensen Lewis on Major League Baseball. Paulie, you know, when uh, August hits, this show, the network, everybody, right? It's heavy, heavy football. We get it. You love it. So do we. It's the best I uh, can't wait for football to get here every single year, and we have plenty on the show coming up today. But uh, in the meantime, baseball is all very, very juicy right now. And all these games and how important they are and how, how close the teams are in some of these races, some of the divisions, the wildcard races. How about the Rangers losing again last night? Now it was against Zach Gallen, but money came in on the Rangers yeah. th- throughout the day. I saw Gallon get as low as $1.10 oh. in that range. And the guy has been... You know, Sandy Koufax at home. Yes. And he did it again last night. Yeah. And so now he's around even money or plus 110 to win the Cy Young. But, I mean, this thing is... Uh, it is slipping by the day. I mean, they had their fingers around that division title for weeks. And now my comparison always is like Hans Gruber at the end of Die Hard when he's trying to hang on to Bruce Willis. And he, just, he lets him go. And he falls to his death. And uh, that's the way it feels like it's going for the Rangers right now. This is bonkers when you look at the standings. It's an, it's an incredible performance. One of the best roles by a villain, I can recall. Um, but this with Texas, you're allowed to change your mind, you know. And I have, in a span of seven days, I've gone from, I think they're going to win the American League to they're going to miss the playoffs. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> with the six-game losing streak. They are only two up on Toronto in the loss column. Houston now at DraftKings. The new favorites to win the division. Are they? Yeah. And, okay. and in a span in a span of two days, in two days, Texas has gone from six to one to plus two seventy-five to miss the playoffs. Because you're looking at this as like, okay, I never considered this. Seattle can win the division. Look at the schedule. Oh no, it's easy for Seattle. It's easy for Houston. Mm-hmm. It's difficult for Texas. Every game's an adventure. Now they're scuffling. They can't hit. Um, you're right. There's no shame in losing the gallon. Who's like eleven and one with a one seven at home now, but to be plus 275 now to miss the playoffs and what, and again, Toronto's schedule is so easy coming up the next 15 games and Tampa's not safe either, but as you said yesterday, Tampa's now minus 225 to make the playoffs. So all these teams are at least minus 225 to make the playoffs and we know for sure one of them will miss. One of them. Well, Tampa might win that division yet. Yeah, they're only three back. That's how crazy that is. That's right. Also, so keep this in mind with the Rangers. It's a day off today. That could be a really good thing, right? Because of uh, the recent struggles here. But did you see who they get on Thursday and then Friday? They get a four-game set at Minnesota. Game one of that series, Pablo Lopez. Game two, Sonny Gray. Oh, God. So it's not, it's not going to be easy. The Twins are no great shakes, but no, those two guys no. can be very difficult and tricky to hit off, uh, obviously. Then they get the Mets... 
then three more against Minnesota, then three against Houston, then three against Oakland. So that's yeah, the they, stretch they're looking at. Yeah, they could they could lose two out of three to the Mets, or they could sweep them. They could same thing with Minnesota. You don't know. I mean, the last five weeks are going to be crazy here. I mean, look at the NL wild card too, which we'll get to. All these teams bunched up, and you don't know. Yeah, they have the best record in the league, but Baltimore could go from being the one seed to not even win the division. Yeah, right. I mean, that absolutely could happen. And your point, which isn't getting enough attention, if you're safe in in, in the playoffs. Uh, would you tank and dump games down the stretch so you, you'd get Minnesota, who can't win a playoff game? I mean, you'd much rather play Minnesota than see Verlander or somebody like that. Well, that's certainly the team, right? I mean, or L- even, Lopez yeah. and Greg won't be easy, but I would take Minnesota and that whole unit compared to any yeah. other team that's up for grabs here. Yeah. Well, give still, give yeah. me Minnesota over Toronto any day of the week. That's right, yeah. But uh is going to be very important, and this is just this changes by the day here, and it's just phenomenal day in, day out, and couple that with the changes they made at the start of the season. Oh, the, and baseball's had an incredible year. The The spot that baseball is in right now, all things considered, if you want a sport that has a ton of parity, I mean, look no further than this. I know the NHL playoffs, those are completely up for grabs once it starts every single April. But this is what like the NFL has been striving for for decades. They want, it, they want your team in the city that you live in to have hope like every single year. And a lot of teams do. But in baseball, I mean, look, this is just awesome. And the way a team like Baltimore can turn it around when they were absolute bottom feeders not that long ago. If they win tonight, they go over their win total. Yeah. Already. And it's not even September. How about that? Mm. Yeah. Well, there's so many storylines, though, too. I mean, even look at the Nationals. They've won 13 and 19. The Yankees have lost nine in a row. Yep. And Severino was favored today. Yeah. And Rodon, we talked about that back yep. into the show yesterday. How was Rodon as big of a favorite that he was yesterday in that game? The way the, their current form, that guy had not pitched in a minute, and he was no good. Any he was good yesterday, but in uh, in the in the recent you know weeks that he actually started for the Yankees, he was terrible. And they were laying a dollar eighty. You want to talk about like just reputation of the name they were going with? Are they going to finish in last place? Oh, absolutely. They, absolutely, they yeah. will. I think it's pretty oh, yeah. rock solid. They're going to have a losing record and finish in last place. Yes, no doubt about wow. it. I mean, they, the second worst batting average. They're awful offensively. Yeah. it's uh, If they lose today, it's their first 10-game losing streak since 1913. Think about that. And right now, first nine-game losing streak since 1982? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they had three different managers that year. So this is... Yeah, and full marks to Arizona, who looked like they were cooked at the beginning of the month. And now they're the second wild card after winning again. So they've turned it around. But Arizona, 61 losses. Reds, 61 losses. Giants, 61 losses. Cubs, 60 losses. Miami, 62 losses. Mm -hmm. That was another one. Giolito favored last night. Uh Uh-huh. They are 5-14 and in August. Sure. And yet favored against a Reds team that's uh, in the playoff mix like this. And the Angels are completely out of it. I think mm-hmm. this Otani number today is a bit strong, mm-hmm. which we'll get into coming up a little bit later on here on the show. But all of that is going on. And then late night, West Coast, two pitching matchups that we had to keep an eye on. For those of you who uh, got down on Blake Snell months ago to win the Cy Young in a big number, he was going. And uh, our nemesis, Zach Gallen, also going. Well, Gallen had the 11 strikeouts, and he was brilliant yet again. Got the win. He's now 14-5. and five. Zach's now allowed three runs, uh, a home run. He had one bad inning, but six innings, eight Ks, and he picked up the loss because the Padres could not hit Lazardo. So now you're looking at um, Gallon around plus 110. There is one spot in town here that is plus 170, but I don't think they're going to take much of a bet on that. This is typically, by the way, when I play futures and, I, and I'm in a spot to cash like a really long shot like Blake Snell at 150-1, to one, and I have other tickets on him as well, this is where I would normally come swooping in on Gallon to say, okay, now we have five weeks left. Now I can I can absolutely try to lock in Snell and just go to battle. I, I bought some on Strider when he bottomed out at eight and ten to one, but I don't I don't think Strider's gonna win the Saw Young anyway. Mm-hmm. Um and so this is what I did with, for example, I'll go back a couple years ago in the NFL when Aaron Rodgers won the MVP for the second consecutive year. That season I was on Jonathan Taylor at five hundred to one. And I was buying tickets on Cooper Cup throughout the year at 100, 200, and 500 to one. And late in the year, when Rodgers started to separate himself from other quarterbacks, and he was plus 140 down to even money, 
I was able to get about 8,000 down on him to lock it in because he was really starting to pull away. And it was down to Rodgers, and I thought maybe Cup had a chance. But at those big tickets, I was like, okay, I got this. I got the market cornered right now. So I feel pretty good in this spot. And now today I can go to war with getting down on Zach Gallon as much as I can possibly get down if I want to do that. Well, the tricky thing is he's, he's bad on the road. Right. That's so you have to do a deep dive with the schedule and look at that. Right. And that's why I haven't done it yet. Yeah, right. So that's right. And 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 I know Strider, if he has a couple performances like he did last time out, he's right back in the mix too. So it, it's hard. It's it's difficult. Just like uh the the American League Cy Young too, which you talked about earlier where no one wants right. it. Well well you would agree but, though that today that clearly the front runner has yeah. to be Zach Yellen. Yeah. I mean, after last night, but, and this is a game-by-game game thing now, Paul. That's what it's going to come down to with the guys who are voting on this stuff. Snell's, tri- Snell's tricky because he's not, he hasn't been bad. But he hasn't been lights out awesome, though. He's just been steady, Eddie, and, and yeah. doing a great job. But it's like, so a bad start for him has given up three runs. But then you look, and every start, it appears that, you know, it's five or six innings. He'll walk a bunch of guys, strike out a bunch of guys. A lot of pitches, he gives up one run. So it's hard to, if that's going to get it done. Or well, you just see, because Gallon, that's another thing. Gallon is just untouchable at home. He is. But he, I think the, the ERA's five and change on the road. Uh, we needed those performances to be flipped last night. We needed one run, 11 Ks from Snell, and three runs, eight Ks, and a loss by Gallon. But didn't get it. So that's a big, that's a big flipperoo now in that market. So, uh, by, by the way, why, why the money coming in against Gallon won in his last three starts? Twice with Rich Hill, you pointed that out yesterday. Right. Anti-Arizona, I guess. And been playing well. I don't no, no, know. I, I know, I know that, but you want to go against sure. him? I, I don't mean, know. starting pitcher is worth more yeah. than anything to the number. There was Red Sox money yesterday against Verlander. That yeah. surprised me at home. And there was, um, what was the other one? Oh, they, they bet against the Phillies. Now, the Giants blew it in the ninth, but th- they bet on the Giants. And I can't believe this line today. Lorenzo's only $1.20 against Cobb. Cobb has been batting practice in August. Yeah. He's been horrible. He's got an ERA of almost eight. And here come the Phillies, right? I mean, this you're right. This is wide open. I know Atlanta's a freight train. And the Dodgers, are, are even though they couldn't get the, I couldn't believe they scored three runs against Thor. Give me a break. But this is, it seems like it's it's going to be the Phillies' time, too. And I yeah. wouldn't want to take on the Phillies in, in, in October. Yeah, I just I think it's odd when you compare starting pitcher prices. And I get it, you got you to take into consideration the opponent. But when Garrett Cole is uh, pitching, and he's had a really nice year. Nothing against Garrett Cole. But how was Garrett Cole laying a dollar fifty, dollar sixty in some of these games? And Zach Gallen at home's a dollar ten, dollar twelve. Yeah, what, what? yeah. Arizona at least can hit. I mean, this Yankee outfit. You want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, they're, they're awful. It's over. It is over. Mm-hmm. How bad this has been. Clean it, house. It, it, it should be over for everybody at the top too. It, it really should be. I hope that we're not coming back next year talking about my God, Cashman and Boone are still in charge here. Oh, the old man with a clean house months ago. Oh yeah. Up next. Some terrific Billy Walters audio with our very own Brent Musburger. The Phil Mickelson is great, but wait until you hear his story involving Steve Wynn, longtime casino owner and billionaire, next here on VEASAN. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So... 
Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Our updated NFL betting guide due out later this month. Get ahead of the upcoming season with picks from every on-air host, preseason analysis, football contest strategies. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today for as low as $19. Get your copy of the guide or take advantage of our football season special. Get access to everything we do through the Super Bowl for only $199. Sign up today. VSEN.com slash subscribe. Thoroughly enjoyed the Billy Walters hour with Brent Musburger yesterday right here on this network. Billy's book is out now, Gambler. Uh, and he had told this story before. I heard him when he was on air a long time ago with Jimmy Vaccaro. And he kind of denied the story about he found a biased wheel in Atlantic City and won a ton of money. Uh, but this is this was, we'll get to Phil Mickelson coming up later. And that'll make your head spin and you'll want to punch the wall. This one, I didn't, I ne- this I didn't see coming. I mean, this one will make you, this will infuriate you to no end. And this story about Steve Wynn, billionaire, uh, casino owner, and owned Mirage, Wynn, obviously. And uh, this is Billy's story of how he used to play roulette and also dice, talking to Brent about how he was on a bad run and meeting Steve, Steve Wynn in that relationship. Maybe somebody can get an edge in roulette. This was back when I was a casino player and, uh, and when I drank and I lost large amounts of money in casinos at the time. Golden Nugget had the best poker room in town, so I played poker over there and I met Steve Wynn. And uh, Steve one day asked me, he said, uh, why don't you play over here? And uh, of course, I didn't want to play over there because the horseshoe had higher limits and, uh, and they had better odds. Uh, but anyway, I was drinking over there one night and I started playing some uh, Baccarat and I lost, I don't know, 50, 100,000 bucks. And then I was playing over there again. I got to play in some blackjack, and I lost some some more money. And, uh, well, about that same time, uh, some guys came to me, and they were looking for a, somebody to put up money to play roulette. And, you know, they, they laid this story on me, and uh, uh, I thought it was a con. But it, 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 it piqued my interest about roulette wheels. So I bought a roulette wheel and uh, disassembled it and, and I did realize that roulette wheels uh, are mechanical devices, and if they got old enough and they weren't maintained properly, they could create a potential bias. If the bias were to be large enough, uh, you know, and you could identify it, you could turn it into your advantage, even with uh, the odds on a roulette. I would gather a certain number of numbers on a roulette wheel. I'd run a little program, and if it appeared that there was a bias, I'd get a larger set of numbers and to confirm it. And uh, and then I would go play the roulette wheel. Well, I started playing roulette at the Golden Nugget in downtown Las Vegas. Steve went out a casino in Atlantic City, and uh, we made a game. I was going to go out and play roulette, and but I, I put up a million dollars, and the agreement was I I, I got a thousand dollar limit I could bet per number. So I flew to uh, Atlantic City with my wife, and I posted a million dollars in a cage, and uh, went over to the roulette wheel to play, and uh, and. The rules were different in Atlantic City than they were, than they were in Las Vegas. They they couldn't uh, borrow one of the zeros. Relay wheels have two zeros on them, and uh, the odds are killer if you if if those two zeros uh, uh, if you land on either one. But if they eliminate one of the zeros, the odds are still killer. But you got a much better chance. 
Well, they wouldn't borrow the zero, and, and I wasn't going to play the roulette wheel with two zeros. Although I felt like I could beat it, I didn't want to wake them up that I could beat a roulette wheel with two zeros. So I went over, and I sat down and uh, started drinking Corona beer, and next thing you know, I got I got drunk. So I ended up back over to the blackjack table, and I lost a million bucks playing blackjack. So I got up the next morning and uh, flew back to Las Vegas. Uh, Steve and I are playing golf a few days later, and... Uh, brings up Atlantic City, and uh, I go back to Atlantic City, and I put up $2 million this time, and I'm playing roulette, and uh, in the two days, I won $3.8 million. Well, Steve was pretty uh, upset about losing the $3.8 million. From that moment forward, uh, he and I, uh, we haven't been friends. Since that time, we've had a very strained relationship. Then I went to prison, and uh, because of the circumstances of my case, uh, I, and not only myself, but a number of other people, lawyers, were convinced I'd get a pardon, and even thought there was a possibility of getting a pardon before going to prison. And then uh, once I got into prison, uh, the people who were working on my behalf to get, a, uh, to get a pardon, I was told on three different occasions I was being pardoned. And then uh, what we learned uh, uh, in the last minute, uh, two different sources, uh, told me, told us, that the pardon was being blocked by Steve Wynn uh, because of the, of the relationship he had with uh, President Trump at the time. And uh, so that's my relationship with Steve Wynn. How does that one make you feel? Oh, my God. Forbes has Wynn uh, worth $3.2 billion. Sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. I oh would have guessed a little bit higher than yeah, that, actually. Say it right. Okay. Stepped in. What are you doing? Said, no, I can't get over what happened between the two of us many, many years ago. What's you're the you're not going to get the pardon. So, right. What's the equivalent there? I mean, he's already, he blew a million playing blackjack. He okay, did. so he takes it for almost four. All right, he does his homework. Okay, the biased wheel. But number one, the friendship's over. And then I'm going to, I want to make sure you, you, you stick in prison. Over four million, and then what's the breakdown, the equivalent there of what's three million dollars to a guy who's worth three billion? Sure. Oh my God. Yeah, and to hold a grudge like that for that yeah. long, and at the end, I can't. He's calm, cool, and collected, Mr. Walters. I just, well, that's my relationship with well, Steve Wynn. Okay, so I if, mean, you, that, if you missed it yesterday, oh I, my I just God. tweeted it out. You can get it at various spots. Vsin.com has it. I tweeted the whole interview out at Mitch Moss Radio on Twitter or X. If you want to find the whole thing there, well, that's the thing that. Um, struck me is that we always have this idea, Paulie, that one was Phil Ivey, professional poker player many years ago, who said that uh, he wants to, like, hurt. He wants to be able to, what was the exact quote? He wants it to sting when he he loses. When he loses. Like, he wants that much money on the line. Like, I wanted that question asked to Billy Walters. It doesn't have to be asked anymore because he made it quite clear that he has zero fear whatsoever. I don't, he could have a hundred million dollars on a game if somebody would take that. And I don't think that he would even be sweating it. He just over and over and over repeated how many times he, I mean, he was, what, seven years old? I, I got the book. I'm listening to it. I like to listen to the audiobooks when the actual person. I was going to say that with this guy, yes. I, so he, he does the voice, by yeah. the way. So that's why I bought the audiobook. Yeah. I'm listening to it. He was seven years old, I believe was the age, playing in that pool hall when he was growing up against a stranger, nine ball. And the guy had the final shot, like in the corner. He said he must have been 95% to make it. Here I am, not even close to being a teenager. I reach into my pocket. I have like 220 plus bucks in there. I throw it in the middle of the table and I said, I bet, I bet you're going to miss. And the guy's like, okay, no problem. He matched him. Guy missed. He was rattled. <laughs> he just, he knew his whole oh, life. He's been wow. able to read people and uh, Gary McCord. Gary McCord. This story is unbelievable. Yeah, it is. Who said. Who's the one of the best putters of all time. He said if he had, a, if he had anybody in the world to make a million dollar putt from six feet out. If he could pick anybody, it'd be Billy Walters. Yeah, yeah. The reason why? Because he doesn't get shook. Yeah. There are no nerves to this guy whatsoever. But can you imagine? I mean, getting think about finding that out from a couple of different sources. Oh, yeah, you're not going to get the pardon because Steve Wynn blocked it from you. It'd be like, wait a second here. That happened how many years ago? I don't know what the relationship was like in the you know years leading up to the pardon, but... My God. Well, it's bad enough the friendship ends just because of that, because he you know, beat you on roulette, which I'm sure he'd give it back playing other games, too. And he, and he liked to play uh, high, 
high stakes all over town and, and you know the drinking as he mentioned too and we'll share a tweet coming up later but you know it can tie it in the same thing we get to get to Mickelson coming up too I mean all Mickelson had to do was uh, tell the truth and just say hey I didn't get right. inside information from the guy and wouldn't do it I mean again when the chips are down some of these civilized people will eat one another mm-hmm. as uh, the Joker says in Dark Knight I mean That's this, this is good this is ridiculous ridiculous a cup of coffee to Steve Wynn. What I know. He, what he paid? He paid $20 million for a Picasso and poked a hole in it? Remember, he, he had... I mean... Well, yeah, it was millions of dollars for the Picasso. He had, the, he had like, local media, and I think, like, national or international media at his casino showing off his paintings. I mean, his vision has obviously eroded over the years. He's, like, showing it off. He's, he's like, going to point at the picture. His finger goes right through the, the painting. What does what a full-size, like, original Picasso cost? Yeah. Yeah, well, you do you do the math on yeah. that. I, I know we weren't dealing with Mother Teresa because you know what's he, what's happened to Win uh, with, with his problems, but this is just uh, yeah staggering. That's I couldn't believe. I backed. I go, what happened? I mean, in the end, he's just uh, oh, and that's my relationship with Steve Win. Yeah, not exactly best of that's, friends. Wow. Uh huh. Because he beats you on a roulette wheel mm-hmm. and he and he carries that grudge. You're the guy. Make, make sure you're you you still stay in prison for five years. Yeah. And and as he said, it is well. We'll get. By, by, by the by the way, you're 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 the guy who invited him to come over and play. Well, yeah. You, you told you him like I want yeah. yeah I want your business right because you know how much he's going to fire and get down. You want that at your casino. There's a whole larger discussion there as well. You know, I'm using my brain to beat you. Mm-hmm. It's like you you throw out card counters. Well, I'm not cheating. I'm using my brain to sure. beat you. They, find, they, they found just, an edge. Yeah, it's frowned upon. All right, get out. You're not cheating, but we don't want your action. Mm-hmm. It was really good. The hour, I thought, was awesome yesterday. Book off to a good start, too. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, our very own betting analyst, Josh Applebaum, will join the program coming up next. We'll get his take on today's Major League Baseball card here on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. More from legendary sports better Billy Walters coming up. Get his new book, Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk. And for a limited time, get a free copy of his new book when you become a free, when you become a VEASAN Pro Annual subscriber. Sign up with the new VEASAN Pro Annual subscription and use code BILLY. BILLY. Get an entire year of VEASAN Pro access, daily best bets, the betting guides, 24-7 video. Use promo code BILLY. When you sign up for a VEASAN Pro annual subscription, get your free copy of the book. Copies limited. Sign up now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Hitting today's Major League Baseball card with VEASAN sports betting analyst Josh Applebaum. You can listen, download, subscribe to his two podcasts, Morning Bets and Market Insights, wherever you get your podcasts. Josh, good morning. Thanks for the time. Uh, the Mariners are really take, well, they're taking it out on everybody right now, including this series right now that's ongoing with the White Sox, and today the clear pitching matchup points in their direction as well as George Kirby, who has turned into, I don't think he's going to win it, but he's quietly turned into like a fringe Cy Young guy this year. They're laying $2 or higher today against this, uh, just, they have waved the white flag, man. The White Sox, it's been over for weeks for this team. What is your approach here uh, between these two starting pitchers and these two teams today? Yeah, Mitch and Paulie, good morning. Great to be with you. So you set it up perfectly here, Mitch. I think it's an opportunity to back Seattle. Don't outsmart yourself. Let's look at where the market's moving. Then some other factors here to bet against the White Sox. Now, uh, number one, pretty good line movement in favor of Seattle. Remember, they've now won eight straight. They're going for the sweep. They won the opener in this series, 14 to two. They won again yesterday, six to three. So they're really playing with some house money right now. There's also a motivational edge in terms of Seattle now only being, uh, they're holding the number three wild card spot. They're only now one game back of Texas in the AL West, so a big race here uh, with Seattle being right in the thick of it. Meanwhile, you look at the uh, the Chicago White Sox, you mentioned it. They're terrible this year. They're way out of it. Uh, They're technically not eliminated, but they're 22 games back of the wild card. You're not going to get back in this race. And then another factor yesterday is they just cleaned house with their upper management. They got rid of their VP Mm -hmm. and their GM, Ken Williams, Rick Hahn. So not only is this a team that sold at the deadline, has underperformed, now you're getting rid of uh, two of your top executives, that tells me you're sending a signal to your team that uh, we're pretty much, as you mentioned, Mitch, waving the white flag here. So this is a bet against the White Sox, who, by the way, are terrible in the spot. They're only 29 and 58 as a dog. They're 25 and 35 at home. They're 35 and 60 against righties, and they're only 30 and 60 against non-division opponents. So that would all match 
as a fade spot here tonight. But looking at the market movement, guys, Seattle opened as low as minus 185, minus 190 overnight. They got hammered overnight, even into early this morning. Now you're seeing them up to around minus 210. A good system match here would be a non-division road favorite off a win. That lack of familiarity benefiting the better team and taking in some momentum. That system is 151 and 104 this year, 60%. And you mentioned the pitching matchup here, Mitch. Kirby over Kopech. Kirby, uh, in his last 10 starts, the Mariners are 7-3. and three. He has a 2.05 ERA in three starts in August. Uh, meanwhile, Kopech going the other way, 2-11, the White Sox are in his last 11 starts. He has an ERA of almost 10 in August here. So with White Sox cleaning house, ra- waving the white flag, Mariners playing great, only now a game back there in their division, holding that wild card spot. I'm going with Seattle, guys. Got, shop around if you can find around a minus 205, minus 210. Again, a bet to risk, first bet to win, risking one unit, trying to get a half unit back here. All right, I'm surprised at this one. Uh, both guys have been roughed up lately. Gossman got roughed up in his last start. Baltimore 77 and 48 on the season at home underdogs to Gossman. It's Gossman against Flaherty. Yeah. And what's funny to me, Paulie, is isn't this, isn't this an obvious play to just take the plus money with Baltimore? I mean, they've been the most profitable team in baseball. Uh, overall, if you had bet a hundred bucks on every Orioles game this year, you're up $2,200. So that just goes to show you uh, what a great year they've had. They've been undervalued. So even at home with plus money, how do you not take them tonight? But actually, it's an opportunity, I think, guys, to go the other way and back Toronto. Now, what's fishy to me is the public is jumping on Baltimore as a home dog, taking that plus money. Around 60% of bets are on Baltimore tonight, but the line is moving toward Toronto. Toronto open at some shops as low as minus 110, minus 115. Now they're up to minus 120, minus 125. So this would be a classic reverse line move when the betting line moves away from the popular side, Baltimore, toward the unpopular side here with Toronto. So it tells me smart money here is going with the Jays. Big part of it is the pitching matchup, guys. Gosman's had a good year, 9-7 and seven, with a 3.24 ERA. Uh, Flaherty, who had a really good start to his career with the Cardinals, he just got acquired at the deadline. He struggled a bit. Now, overall, his numbers aren't terrible, 8-8, eight and eight, 4.73 ERA, but he's made three starts since he was acquired by uh, Baltimore. He's got an ERA of around seven here. So I'm thinking this Toronto lineup with Bichette back in the lineup after he just got injured and returned could really get to Flaherty here tonight. Uh, also, you look at sweet spot short road favorites. The best angle for backing these road favorites is if they're between minus 120 and minus 150. Those teams this year are 181 and 117, 61%. You'd be up 18 units playing every single one of those sweet spot short road favorites. Uh, Toronto has the better bats, better team ERA. And what's also fishy is it feels like it's a you know high scoring game, right? Obviously, with uh, with Flaherty here on the bump, but you're actually seeing some juice to the under guys, eight and a half under minus 115. And Toronto is actually the number four under team in baseball. They're 70 and 51 to the under 58 percent. So it seems like an obvious, you know, Baltimore's had a great year taking plus money at home. But this line's going to Toronto in an RLM spot. So I'm going Jays here, guys. I'll lay it around minus 125. Follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Josh Applebaum's our guest. OK, so now the team in your neck of the woods and it was looking great right uh on the heels of that sweep against the yankees are like oh my god we might do this in the wild card and then i think a little bit of reality set in after the yankees sweep because they actually faced a good team in houston and have now uh, lost two consecutive games but it's sale going today for the red Sox. what do you make of the number right now that's uh, on the board and available to bet on so mitch you're totally right you know if you hear just talk radio in boston one day it's high and bloom is Doing great, building the farm system, surprising, made a lot of good moves, Turner and Yoshida and Kenley Jansen and Chris Martin. Then they lose a few and it's like, get rid of High and Bloom. He's not, you know, it's not working here. So it's very Jekyll and Hyde all year for Boston. Now I'm fingers crossed, going to hopefully cash over 78 and a half wins. They're on pace, the Red Sox, I think for about 86 wins right now. But you're totally right, Mitch. They're very streaky. They can go on a hot streak. They had a great series against New York. Then you play, uh, you know, some really good, uh, you know, upper upper weight class teams, and you really kind of show that maybe the Red Sox are more imposters, uh, more pretenders than contenders. They've lost the first two in this series, and this is just a fishy line for me to back Houston. Uh, Houston actually opened this game as low as minus 110, minus 115. Now they're up to minus 120-ish. We're seeing this line move to Houston, even though it's not that lopsided. They're getting around 62% of bets here, but you mentioned it, the pitching matchup, Sale versus Jose Urquidy. Uh, Sale is 5-3 and three with a 4.50 ERA this year. Again, he's been decent when he's pitched. Uh, you always worry about the injury concerns, uh, but if you're getting Sale plus money, you know why isn't this an obvious play to take Boston? Well, it tells me that maybe you're not seeing the Sale of old, uh, the Houston lineup is really hitting the ball great here recently. You have a good system match as well, a non-division home favorite off a win. So you have that non-division angle, you're off a win, you're expected to win as the favorite. 
Uh, if, as long as you get steam five cents or more, which is what we've seen with Houston, that system is 133 and 78 this year, 63%. And then also, guys, if you look at Houston, one of their best angles is when they're playing a team who missed the playoffs last year. Uh, remember, this is a team, obviously, who's won World Series, been competitive every year. They tend to clean up on teams that didn't make the playoffs last year. They're 49 and 30, 62% against teams who missed the playoffs. And then also they really rake against lefties. So going up against sale today, Houston has one of the highest OPS numbers against Southpaws. They're 23 and 14 against lefties here. So, you know, why is sale a little bit of a short dog? Why is the line moving further to Houston? Tells me that pros are jumping on the Astros at a really short number. And again, you've had good Red Sox. Maybe is this a little bit of a downturn here with bad Red Sox? I'm going Houston laying the short number at home. Get his two podcasts, Morning Bets and Market Insights, wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, Josh, thanks for the time today. We appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Have a good day. You, you too. VSIN sports betting analyst Josh Applebaum here with us. Uh, I'm surprised at the Burns line. Burns is only $1.25 at home against the Twins. Eight of his last nine starts, he's been rock solid. Seven innings, two hits, no runs. Six innings, two runs. Six innings, two runs. Six innings, two runs. Eight innings of shutout ball. Six innings of shutout ball. Six innings, two runs. Seven innings, two runs. What am I missing here? No, I don't know. He's been, he's been awesome. Brewers are playing good ball, too. Yes. I'm surprised at that number. I know Lugo's been pretty good for the Padres, but Alcantara has been phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, as of late, we'll run down his numbers coming up in the next hour, but the Padres are minus 125 in some spots today. You can find the Marlins at plus 111. You see how high Snell got to last uh, night? I do- mean, that's, yeah, right. seventy-five or whatever I mean, it was in that neighborhood. Guys, they're like eight games under yeah. 500. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what I was thinking there. Well... I, Lizardo's been terrible. That's, no, he has but, been, but uh, it's the Padres, though, yeah, too. Yeah, you can't hit. You're right. That would have been me more hedging yeah. on the, the Snell against Cy Young thing. But uh, what about Otani going first time since April 9th? Yep. Shohei's laying $1.65. Yeah, too high. But my guy Abbott said a rough August. Yeah, he, he has good numbers, but he's got an ERA of 5 in August. So that could be one thing. I don't even know who they're throwing in game two. Is it Lively? But that I don't know. I know it's a header, right? So this is... Uh, yeah, big one for the Reds, but that's that's difficult. That's tough because uh, uh, you don't. I don't know what I'm going to get out of Abbott. Uh, but again, you you want to back a team that's five and fourteen in August? Be my guest. Yeah, it's Detmer's going by the way. The second game okay. for the Angels. Yeah, you what you knew, but um, remember he was absolutely awful until his last start. Yep, when he had that no no going deep, like into the seventh inning. So maybe he's a guy that you're going to want to fade, and uh, he'll go back to the. Same old guy that he was for the previous month. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Paulie's going to recap last night's betting action with Win Some, Lose Some here on VSIN. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Dogs were barking last night. 8-7 and seven in Major League Baseball. Guardians plus 170. Nats plus 155. Marlins plus 155. And Jesse sent this in as a reminder as well. I have to go back and look, but it seems like the Grand Slam is happening every night. And it's on like a 9 and one run. Grand Slam again, dollar twenty cash it. That happened. Well, you have it every day and win lose, so it feels like it's been feels at like least it that happens. Long. It's a dollar ten, dollar twenty. It's plus money if it's a short card. Yeah. Bryce Harper goes deep again, five to one. Tucker goes deep again, plus four fifty. And for the second time this year, Seattle's won eight in a row. Seattle does it again. <laughs> They're going to do this. All oh, the schedule's easy, but they are hot and trying to get the broom out on the White Sox. And it's incredible this turnaround by Seattle. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com. Our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these tweets and videos. We love dogs. And this guy's, how excited is this guy to get his food? I mean, it's, look, Michael Jordan up here. Look at this hang time. Jumping up, he's getting halfway up to the refrigerator because he knows the food's coming. And it's over and over again about, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm getting dinner. I can't wait. This is, I imagine this goes on every single day did he for get every the, meal. Did he get the IV injection? <laughs> Like our buddy Wicket, who's yeah. telling us it's a cheat code? Yeah, sure, sure look, yeah. Look at the energy in this dog. Yeah, I know. I wonder if he does that every meal. He knows, okay, let's go. Snacks, here we That's go. five feet high. It's my touch. I guess. No. Uh, more Billy Walters, Las Vegas locally on Twitter. After attending Benny Binion's 80th birthday party in 1984, he got drunk and lost a million dollars in Benny's Horseshoe Casino. Then he won two million betting sports. He went back, got drunk again, and lost that too. Easy big fella with the alcohol. But was, the, oh, the moral the, of the story is Yes. Do not gamble when you've been drinking. Absolutely. Especially if you've had too many. Imagine that was some party. But that's right. He'll tilt he'll take any bet, any limit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah. High stakes. Lose some Giants plus 130 down to 110. Red Sox, same thing. Texas has lost six in a row. And the Yankees have lost nine in a row. It's their first nine-game losing streak since 1982 when they had three different managers. And if they lose today, it's their first 10-game losing streak since 1913. My God. Want to lose some? Lamar Odom, excited to watch Team USA, tweeted out a picture of his... EV. Now he comes back and showed uh, and took a picture of the box and said, wait, it's 70 inches. But that's... Right above the fireplace, it's kind of like he. I, it looks like it's a tiny TV, and then plus the setup, it's like, come on, Lamar. I, I, I don't know. So did he just move in? I, I don't know. That's another. By good, the way, is it crooked? Good, excellent question. Yeah, you got that. How big is the fireplace of that TV? Seventy inches. I don't know. You're right, Paul. You have. Well, you got to, that Kardashian money. But. I'm no kidding. I have to. You you must watch like the first four seasons of The Office. Because the dinner party episode is one of the best episodes in the history of sitcoms. Okay. For those who watched it, you're shaking your head right now. Yeah. You're like, yeah, Mitch, the dinner party is unbelievable. Yeah. This is what it reminds me of right okay. here. And a couple bad beats as always. Giants blew it in the ninth. Turner has got it going now. Walk off. Hit for the Phillies. 
Cardinals, Pirates, first five under. It was 1-1 of the fifth. Pittsburgh explodes. And Baltimore, Toronto, under eight. It was 3-3 in the tenth. I didn't know this. They, Batista threw nine pitches and they took him out? I couldn't believe it. Oh. You can't trot him out there for the tenth? I hear you. A college football betting guide features best bets from writers and on-air personalities. And we preview every team. It starts Saturday. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today as low as $19. You get both guides, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Oh, we have some time here for the um, second piece of audio. We're going to play from the Billy Walters audio. This is, again, from his interview, his sit-down with Brent Musburger. It aired yesterday. It's on the website, VEASAN.com. His book came out yesterday. Biggest, best sports better in the history of uh, the racket. And uh, I know that a lot of you are going to buy the book because of the Phil Mickelson story that came out, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago. This is a tweet that we got. I'm only a couple of chapters in. This is from um, Danny. I'm about halfway through the book. It's phenomenal. The Phil stuff helps promote the sales, but it's the least interesting compared to everything else so far. Quote, people are afraid to win End of quote. That's the thing I needed to hear. He kept saying, like, yeah, you're afraid to win. You're way too conservative, in his opinion. Mm. If you're not, if you don't operate like that, and you actually are not afraid to win, and you're betting more, then you're going to be coming out on top more. Anyway, so that was one of the things that he said. But this is the back and forth with the godfather, Brent Musburger, uh, regarding the Phil Mickelson story. Phil ends up... Uh paying the Southern District of New York. Uh, he gave the money back he made in the insider trading transaction. And uh, as a result, newspaper accounts came out. Bill Mickelson, one of the most famous men in the world, gave back almost a million dollars in a, in a stock trade. And it made me look guilty as hell because if you're a person, you're looking at this, and there's a money laundering investigation that involves two people. One guy gives a million dollars back, okay, to me, in my mind, he's either an innocent victim and he gave the money back or he's guilty and he bought his way out. But regardless, it makes the other guy look guilty as hell. And that was me. As I go through this, I eventually got indicted. And uh, so I'm going to the Southern District in New York to defend myself. And I knew every fact of the case before I went to New York. If, you know, if I if felt like I was guilty, I would have plea bargained, paid a fine, got a reduced sentence and uh, saved a lot of money. But I was... Totally convinced there was no way I was going to be convicted because I knew all the facts. So uh, Phil told me that he'd been interviewed by the FBI on two occasions, and he told me, he said, I told on, on both occasions uh, I did not give him any inside information. He emphatically told him I did not on two occasions. So uh, I go to a trial in the Southern District in New York. Well, all over the papers in New York before I go there, you know, there's speculation about Phil Mickelson's going to testify on the trial, and uh, people are excited about that. And then when we did the jury selection, even if some of the prospective jurors asked if Phil Mickelson was going to be there. So everybody was expecting Phil Mickelson to be there and testify one way or the other, right? I thought he was going to come and testify because we, he told us he would. All I wanted him to do was tell that jury the same thing he told the FBI. So we go to court, and in the 11th hour— uh, Phil's lawyer says he's not going to come and testify. He's going to take the Fifth Amendment if you do, if you call him. Well, you cannot call someone to testify if they tell you they're going to take the Fifth Amendment. We reached out uh, through a mutual friend and asked him, well, will we at least issue a public statement? Yeah, I'll do that. Of course, he never did that either. Well, uh, as a result, uh, he never testified. So the jury never saw or heard from Phil Mickelson. Uh, mistake I made in the trial is I didn't testify you myself. You didn't testify yourself, right. And, but Phil never came forward, and uh, that jury went out, and uh, that was one of the things that uh, they didn't take into consideration when they came to their verdict. So Phil issues a public statement, distances himself from me, uh, says he's going to be a lot more careful about whom he associates with. At the same time, he's gone into partnerships with another fellow who's a convicted felon, and uh, they started these golf matches called the match. So hypocrisy is, uh, I mean, uh, I, I don't, you know. So I go to prison, and while I'm in prison, my daughter commits suicide. So uh, 
No, I'll I'll never forgive Phil Mickelson. My God, that's a rough one. Yeah, yeah. Slippery Phil. Yeah. Part in another part of the book, Phil comes over. It's 2017. He's getting ready for the case. Phil owes him 2.5 million, by the way, for three years. Uh. Phil came to my home not to make amends or apologize. He came to final, finally settle up the money he owed me. He whined about the $32 million depreciation he had to take on his Gulfstream jet. I'm about to go to prison in a trial that cost me $100 million. I thought to myself, thousands of people stand in line waiting for his autograph. If I could buy back my association with him, I'd pay top dollar. Phil ended the meeting by saying, I'm going to be here for the next two and a half weeks. You want to play some golf? Walters has got an ankle bracelet on. Yeah, he's got a Mon- monitor bracelet on. Yeah. What do you think of Phil today? <laughs> I know he was trash. I mean, yeah. go, just going back to the story, it's like, wait, I mean, Walters laid it out perfectly, but it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I got it. I'll, I'll, I'll say something. I'll testify. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say he didn't give me the tip. I'll tell the truth. I'll send out a statement. No, no, no. This could ruin my life. I could be looking at five years here. You, no, okay. There's, there's no doubt. I mean, it's you, unbelievable. You, you can't trust Phil Mickelson as far as you can throw him. <laughs> That's the biggest takeaway to me. It's follow the money on DraftKings Network. Play more coming up, including Gojo, Dan LeBetard, and Ross Tucker here at the network. We deal and talk to the sharpest betting experts in the business. And coming up on the show, we have two more hours. Top of the hour, we'll continue talking golf tour championship. Indy Jeff Seeley joins the program. The final event... FedEx Cup, who does he like this week? We'll ask him coming up next here on VEASAN. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.